Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Common ground for the first-time investor and the lifelong trader. This is the Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Hamas terrorists continue to fire their rockets into Israel. And as a result, the body count continues to rise. Seven Palestinians, or ter- Hamas terrorists, I should say, were killed in a Gaza building and one strike launched by Israel, the single biggest body count from one such strike. Meanwhile, White House Press Secretary Jan Saki says it is important to remember that Hamas is, in fact, a terrorist group. Hamas does not represent the uh, views, the families, the people who are suffering, all of the Palestinian people who are suffering as a result of this violence. But there's no justification for 1,500 rockets. The Biden administration says a recent gas shortage on parts of the East Coast will soon be over. Over the past few days, gas shortages spread from the greater Washington, D.C. area to southern states. This is SRN News. Every day... The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow. We always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Keeley. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. I always have to keep a look at my uh, screen relative to the window. My office sits on the Mississippi River uh, with a beautiful view of the Munsinger Gardens across the across the river from me. Um, 
two months ago, of course, uh, it was all iced over. Uh, and now it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful uh, water flowing to the dam, uh, the hydro dam that's just about uh, 200 yards to the south of me. And, um, and it's a gorgeous day, but the reason I keep an eye on it is um, the temperature in this, in this office when I leave the windows open in the morning goes up to over 80 degrees. Why? Because of the sun shining right in. It's, it's a, we're just getting that movement to where I've got, I've got it almost due east of me now um, in, in terms of as it moves toward the uh, summer solstice. Uh, 651-289-4477, the number to call with questions and comments today. I've got lots of different things. This is the week where everyone seems to have discovered that there was inflation. All right, I'm just going to give you right off the top some very basic information. Um, basic information. Headline CPI up eight tenths of a percent month over month. The core rate up nine tenths of a month, uh, nine tenths month over month. The expectations were for 0.2 and 0.3, so they are cooking with gas. Um, Goods inflation, uh, it is uh, which is a big part of the deal. The supply chain issues, spike transportation, spiking transportation costs. Um, I think the number that caught everybody's attention was was uh, used cars. Now we've been thinking about getting our daughter a used car. I've had to tell my wife to cool her jets. Uh, because right now the price of used cars is going through the roof. If you've been planning to buy yourself a car, uh, I'm sure you're getting the calls. Like I get calls. I have a car that, that is not very common. And the dealership that I got it from about every month or two sends me an email or, or snail mail that, uh, that basically says, we would love to have your car on our lot. Come change keys with us. Well, it's a come on. They use it all the time. But it's even worse of a come on right now because the prices they're able to get for used cars on the lots are pretty high right at this moment. And indeed, my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, uh, one of my listeners who goes by Canoe, um, by canoe, uh, said rented a car last week, almost a two-hour wait to get to the front of the line. Was told that rental car rental companies are buying used cars to fill the demand because of the inability to get new cars due to the computer chip issues. Buyers of that size would push prices up 10% in a single month. 10% in, in, in one month. Change in prices just for cars. So that is that is interest, but it's not just that. Services services inflation up half a percent in April month over month versus a point and a point four increase in the previous month. Oftentimes, when I read these numbers and I can pick out a particular thing like the used car number, the question to really ask to really get to. How do I want to think about that? Because that's just like an interesting story. It's an anecdote, but does it really represent how to think about those data? So there's a number of things I would use to look at that. Uh, there is a measure that's called median CPI. To get to these, I, I encourage you to look, go to uh, clevelandfed.org. The Cleveland Federal Reserve keeps a group of these alternative measures of inflation. Median CPI is the one-month change of the component whose expenditure weight is in the 50th percentile of price changes. Let me explain what that means. That, that's the sentence that's on their website. What that means, for those of you that maybe are not statistically minded, is I'm going to take all... CPI is a basket of goods, okay? So it imagines a basket of goods... Uh, that represent what an urban consumer or what the average wage earner would buy. And they get this by doing consumer surveys, expenditure surveys, to figure out what are you buying right now. 
And then they set that basket up and they say, and they have people who work for the Bureau of Labor Statistics who go out and try, they don't necessarily go to a store. Some of them do, but many of them are doing it using the internet, making phone calls, talking to, talking to, you know, key individuals who will have price lists for various kinds of stores. And what they will do, what they will do is they will do two, they do two different measures. Um, one, they'll take the, they'll take that entire basket and they'll measure them. So in the first percentile will be something that fell in price, or if nothing fell in price, the one that rose the least. In the 99th percentile is the one that rose the price the most, like those used cars. And they'll take that list and rank them. And they'll take the one right in the middle in the 50th percentile and say, well, how much did that one rise? Okay. And if you look at the data right, look at the data for April, the median CPI was up two tenths of percent. So there's a little bit of a bias in that number. Okay, median CPI did not rise much more than, than you would have thought. So the April measure at 2.1%. Again, a little above 2%, but since the Fed has said it would like it to would not would like it to be at about that level of two a little above 2% for a while, 2.1 is not going to make them do that. Now they also do one where they take that whole ranking and what they do is they lop off the bottom 8% and the top 80%, and they call it a 16% trimmed mean CPI. So they they drop off a few of the others, and then they say, what's happening to that 84% in the middle? And if you look at that, if you look at that, that comes up to four tenths of percent in the month of April, but overall for the last 12 months, that's at 2.44%. So those particular measures, I will say, are a little less than the numbers you hear reported of CPI being up 4.2%, core CPI up 3%. Uh, so the 4.2 and the 3, I would say, might be a little bit of an overstatement of where we are right at this moment. We... We fully expected that the Fed would not make any movement in this area. Now, Cleveland, and again, if you're researching inflation numbers, to me, inflation numbers are done <clears throat> largely by looking at, looking at uh, the, the, I always go to the Cleveland website, usually an hour or two after the CPI numbers come out, and also to check the uh, personal consumption expenditure numbers uh, for that. So they also do a nowcast for inflation. We talk about the nowcast for GDP that Atlanta does and that New York does. Well, Cleveland does one for inflation. And that one's pretty interesting. Their current core PCE nowcast for this month, for May, which we won't get an announcement on until June 10th, somewhere around there. Their core PCE number is at 3%. Core CPI at 3.3. Headline CPI year 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 over year change at 4.5%. That's up a little bit from the levels that they that we ended up with for for April. And if you look at the quarterly, look at Q2, look so going reaching out all the way through June, core PCE inflation is expected to rise by nearly 5%. So here's the point. At this particular moment, if you just relied on the results and you took the headline numbers, the ones that the newspapers and the, and the financial cable channels are shouting at you, You'd say, oh my gosh, inflation, it's rampant, it's runaway. It's just runaway. I went and looked. I, I looked, uh, looked up my, uh, my, uh, at, at uh, my gas buddy charts to see where, where we're going right now. 
Uh, down down there at the mothership in Egan, your prices are $279.9 for regular unleaded gas. Up here, I can find some $260. I, there's a lot of $269s and $274s. You will see down there some $289s and <clears throat> more even. Um, there are a few places where you can get it for less. Um, you know, there's a great piece in today's Wall Street Journal. I will, I will note you. In fact, I'll have to grab my journal out of my bag during the break here um, to say, I, to, to note, a lot of the thing you're experiencing in terms of the price of your gasoline right now is, a, is the ethanol mandate. It's costing you money right now. Um, and the price, the price of gasoline, yeah, it's because we're driving more, but it's not just that. There's more to it than that. I think I don't I don't know that I'm going to spend much time reading to you. Maybe I'll maybe we'll get to it later. It's because it's an interesting it's an interesting uh, article. Uh, but my point isn't what's going on with inflation right at this particular moment because I can find data to say there were some really weird things that happened in happened in uh, a, in April that yeah you might you might want to back off of that forecast a little bit. And that's basically what the Cleveland Fed data does. Makes you back off it a little bit. I don't think the numbers are quite as bad as what's being shouted. But if you dig into some of the near-term forecasts, I'm not sure this inflation is as transitory as the Fed would like you to believe. And we're going to talk about that coming up next here on the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. all these options you could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the biz 1440 top shelf choices include twincitiesbusinessradio.com our free app and radio.com how do you define strength is it physical or is it mental maybe it's both maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper fight harder and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-824-3853. 800-824-3853. That's 800-824-3853. 
There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you so much for listening today. Good to be with you. I will tell you, it's really interesting. Indeed, I want to talk about this a little bit. 651-289-4477. I had a, I have a friend who I keep track of from time to time. Um, uh, 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 John Palmer uh, is a... A retired economist up in uh, up in Ontario. Um, used to teach at the University of Western Ontario, and now I think spends most of his time uh, uh, writing novels, making uh, sometimes playing uh, music with a. Uh, I do not remember the name of the band nor the name of the place, but he taught. He did a visiting gig after, I think it was after he retired. He did a visiting professorship. Uh, somewhere in the western uh, western provinces, and actually ended up playing in the band for Canadian football, which, by the way, is cool. Okay, I, Brian, I don't know about you, but I I love watching Canadian football, and I love watching Australian rules football. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do. I like both of those. Um, it's a much freer, open game. Um, it's a uh, Canadian is almost a little too polite. I don't think they. It doesn't feel like they they. Uh, it, I don't see as many injuries. I don't see as many. I, I don't think there's as many injuries. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But I don't see that as opposed to Australian rules football, which just looks like which just looks like club rugby. I mean, those people are just beating the snot out of each other. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, do you watch it? Um, personally, no. Um, I've watched uh, uh, the CFL a couple times just because, uh, you know, I was a big Johnny Manziel guy back in the day. But Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, uh, John, you, my, my friend John, um, who was at one time the voice of the uh, London Tigers, double-A minor league baseball franchise. He was their play-by-play guy. Um, he is – but he's a he's a – well-respected economist. Well, I don't know if he's well-respected, but that's just an inside joke between us. Uh, and and he he's t- uh, wrote about this, wrote about something that happened. I'm going to read you a little bit of the speech by uh, Christopher Waller. Now, Chris Waller used to work as a research economist at the St. Louis Fed. Another person who used to work as a research economist at St. Louis Fed was James Bullard, who's now the president of the, of the Fed. When he became president of, of, the, of the St. Louis Fed, Waller got promoted up to be the head of the research department at the St. Louis Fed. He was sufficiently well thought of that he ends up becoming a governor in D.C. Um, and so he's now in that position. Um... And I will say I'm enjoying listening to him when he gives public speeches because he is an entertaining speaker. Um, I would encourage you. I will. Tw- I will. Uh, I will tweet the link to this particular speech because I'm not sure I sent this out before. If you listen to the King Banyan Show here on the Biz 1440, what you will find is you can always find the show online. You can always find the podcast. You have to become a VIP club member to do that. Do that. Go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Join the VIP club. Then you can. Then when you're out and about this summer and you're by the radio between 9 and 11 on Saturdays or Sundays, you can just play it anytime you want. Just stream, just stream it to your heart's content. If you're away and you are by a computer but you're not here in the Twin Cities, uh, you, can, or you can listen to the podcast anytime you want. All right, so you can do that. And then the other thing to do to follow the show, if you're new to us um, and listen to us, maybe maybe you're maybe you're um, a, a, a fishing widow this weekend, right? Because everyone's gone off for fish opener. Um, 
maybe you know maybe uh you're, you're listening to us and you're like oh i want to listen to this more often but when you know when when my spouse is home doggone i that probably better pay attention to him or her so you can just download the show the other thing to do is go to twitter follow us on pound kbrs where you'll find this link in about seven eight minutes um i will put this out there for you um so i he uh, uh so he talks about his forecast this was a speech he gave uh at the global Inde- interdependence centers uh meeting at drexel um uh in philly this would have been done on thursday and he says he says the current problems problem when when the pandemic hit both labor demand and labor supply fell dramatically the combination of widespread vaccines and fiscal and monetary stimulus caused consumer demand to recover sharply this situation in turn caused labor demand to rebound quickly um so on the enhanced However, due to factors like continued fears of the virus, the enhanced unemployment insurance, child care issues, and early retirements, labor supply is not rebounded in the same fashion, which led to a situation with excess demand for labor and upward pressure on wages. And that's exactly what we saw in the April jobs report. Annual hourly earnings rose 20, 20 cents in April for private sector non-supervisory workers. Now, I have to tell you, I thought that was in that not only was that interesting, I loved the list. Fears of the virus, enhanced unemployment insurance, child care issues, early retirement. This is a point I've been trying to drive home to you, and I actually tried to hit you with this last week, but I'm gonna re I'm gonna I'm gonna iterate on it right now. There is so much talk about it's unemployment insurance, it's unemployment insurance, it's unemployment insurance. If you fix the unemployment insurance problem tomorrow, will you get more labor supply? Yes, absolutely. Nobody who's even taken taken one semester of the principles of economics could miss the, how obvious that is. That's one question. Will it increase the supply of labor in the labor market? Yes. Will it fix the labor supply problem and and end the worker shortage? My argument is no, not by a long shot. Because of the other three issues. Child care. Fears of the virus. Early retirements. There's evidence for all of those. And all of those mean that, that it won't solve the entire problem. Now, yes. I say, hey, unemployment insurance, that's an easy fix. You could kind of snap your fingers and make that change, and one by one, governors around the country are doing that and saying, hey, thanks for the extra money, government, but we don't want the extra bonus payments going to our unemployed workers. We're not going to have that happen. Indeed, on Monday, while President Biden was yet again saying, oh, unemployment, unemployment insurance bonus, that's not the problem at all. That's not the problem at all. On the very same day he says that on Monday, the government issues, the White House issues a statement about all the things they're doing to help with the unemployment problem. And at the very bottom, at the last thing they put on there is a require, the requirement for unemployment insurance that you actually be actively looking for work. And if you're offered work, that you must take it in order to continue receiving payments. They said... We're going to work with the states to make sure that this rule is being enforced. During the during 2020 and up to that point, nobody had been enforcing that. Or it had been variable and left up to the states. And when states were saying, no, no, you know what? You've got to go out and look for work. And no, 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 no. If you're going to go out, for, if you're offered a job, you really better take it. Now, will they actually be able to police it? I don't know. Might not work out so well, but that's clearly going to be some of the issue. Okay, it would be be better for them if they did what some of the state, some of the governors in some states are doing, which is simply to say, look, in places like California or New York or New Jersey, maybe it makes sense to have this three hundred dollar bonus. 
But for us here in South Carolina or in Mississippi or rural Minnesota, oops, that's right. We don't, we're still taking the money. But for some places, they're looking and go, mm-mm, doesn't work for us. We don't want it. Let's let, we're going to make that go away. But those other three points are very, very important. Fears of the virus are still out there. We still have workers who do not want to return to work because they're they're afraid. And and honestly, telling everybody you don't have to have your mask indoors anymore is is actually for some of those workers probably a hindrance rather than a help to getting them to return to the workplace. You might say, well, they're being irrational and they're not following the science, so on. It's like, you know what? I employ you know, I'm supervising over 50 people, and I can tell you there are some of those here, and those those fears are legit. Whether or not you think those fears are legitimate, to them they are, and as their supervisor, I need to work with them. I can't just order them back to work or tell them tell them they're canned. Uh, that that That's just, you know, even if I could, even if I had the power to tell, to set, to end employment for somebody, um, in this in this particular job market, how likely am I to be able to replace them? Not very, not very much. Child care issues are still out there. Uh, we're coming to summer where most families have plans for for their child care issues that allow them to continue to work. Many, of course, I work at a university where in the summertime our faculty are here, so their child care issues are solved by the fact that they're able to be home with their children at this time. Early retirements, we saw we we're seeing some. Uh, I think I think we're seeing some folks uh, leaving the workforce uh, because they just say. In fact, I I had a piece of data that I was going to put up, but it's not there. So Waller first says this, and that part is right. So I'm gonna I'm actually going to take. I took that detour. I apologize. I'm going to come back and finish my point and talk about what what my friend John observed about Chris Waller's speech. Um, on uh, on on uh, Thursday, here coming up next on the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This has been a test of the emergency alert system. This is a coordinated test of the broadcast stations in your area. We are testing equipment that can quickly warn you in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, an official message would have followed the alert tone. This concludes the test of the emergency alert system. At Salem Media Group Twin Cities, we are committed to delivering the best in talk radio programming. At AM 1280, The Patriot, AM 980, The Mission, Business 1440, and Freedom 1570. There's also our Christian music station, thefishtwincities.com. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. 
Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Glad you could be here. Yeah, it's not afternoon yet. Um, I will not be lazing. I will be golfing this afternoon. Just looks like an absolutely splendid day. Hope you're able to get out and enjoy it. 651-289-4477, the number to call call your questions or comments so so waller sets up and says look we got a labor shortage we sure know we got a labor shortage but he says look it's likely to be temporary as vaccinations continue to climb fears of re-entering the labor force should decline by september most schools and daycare facilities expected to fully reopen um and then enhanced unemployment benefits are set to expire in september um and research has shown repeatedly that the job finding rate spikes as unemployment benefits run out. Thus, while labor demand is currently outrunning labor supply, supply should catch up soon. Now, let me turn to the other leg of the Fed's dual mandate, price stability. That second thud you heard yesterday was forecasters' bodies following their jaws to the floor after the CPI report was released. It was a surprise. But a look at its cost doesn't alter my fundamental outlook, which is that the main pressure on inflation, pressures on inflation are temporary. Okay, this is, in, this is, this is the song that keeps being played. In fact, I'm going to break away from, from uh, Chris Waller for a moment to play you a couple of clips. Uh, we'll play you three clips. One of them is Rich Clarida. He is the vice chair of the Federal Reserve. He was in a, giving a speech to the National Association of Business Economists, um, I believe in Cleveland on, uh, am I right? Is that where he was? Um, at the policy conference. So this was in D.C. Uh, but he was on, he was on, uh, he was on uh, uh, a Zoom link. And he had this to say in terms of what he expects to have happening. This was from thir- this was from Wednesday. Cut eight. Readings on inflation on a year-over-year basis have recently increased and are likely to rise somewhat further before moderating later this year. Over the next few months, 12-month measures of inflation are expected to move above our 2% longer-run goal, largely reflecting, I believe, transitory factors, such as a run of year-over-year comparisons with the depressed prices recorded last year, as well as the emergence of some supply bottlenecks that may limit how quickly production can rebound in certain sectors. However, under my baseline outlook, these one-time increases in prices are likely to have only transitory effects on underlying inflation. And under my baseline, I expect inflation to return to or perhaps run somewhat above our 2% longer run goal in 2022 and 2023. So that's, that's, that's one member of the Fed. Uh, and, and so Clarida says, yeah, it's going to be a little bit above, but we think, you know, so he's got a forecast that goes all the way out to 2023. But, but, uh, and and let me play a couple more clips. This is uh, James Bullard, uh, who is the president of the St. Louis Federal Reserve. He's got in, he's got forecasts too uh, of inflation. Play cut number one, please, Brian. 
Uh, I do think we're going to see more inflation in 2021. Um, I'd say t maybe two and a half to three uh, percent. Reading it right now, we're certainly hearing a lot of anecdotes from our business contacts about uh, supply chain disruption and uh, other increases in prices, commodities, as you just mentioned. Um, so I think we are going to see some inflation. Then I expect some of that to hang on in uh, 2022. Uh, maybe two and a half percent in 2022. So part of that is the Fed strategy of uh, being less preemptive than we would have been historically because we're trying to make up for past misses uh, of inflation to the low side of our inflation target. Now, this is their average inflation targeting or sometimes sometimes and I I actually dug out a 2019 um a 2019 post, average inflation targeting is also can be thought of as temporary price level targeting. And the post I picked out was from Ben Bernanke, former chair of the Federal Reserve, who's now at the Brookings Institution. And, and, and in terms of thinking about what would you do when you're at the zero lower bound, two years ago, Bernanke was out there saying, I believe I believe that research has been done by the Fed, by uh, Michael Kiley and John Roberts, um, is that, um, hey, we're going to be stuck at this lower bound maybe 40% of the time. And so we need to figure out how to, how to operate monetary policy when we really don't have the interest rate tool in the toolbox. Um, so, so. I should, and I, I tweeted that to you from, uh, I believe, earlier this week, but I will get that out to you as well. I got to do a bunch of these uh, at the break. Um, so, so, so both of them say that. Indeed, indeed, Bullard goes so far to say, hey, it's temporary, but it's not entirely temporary. Let's play cut number two. This is James Bullard yesterday. Some of this is transitory, but not all of it, uh, because uh, part of what we're trying to do is get inflation expectations cemented at the 2% uh, target. They've been slumping down uh, below target uh, over the last decade, and we want to reinforce our inflation target. So we want to get inflation expectations up. Five-year break-even has been trading uh, somewhat higher here, uh, but not at such a high level that I'm uh, worried about it. Um, I, but I do think it's encouraging for the Fed's policy that we will be able to get inflation up and over 2 percent uh, over the next two years and and allow it to be there for some time. And this corresponds to what uh, Chris Waller said in the speech, uh, says, look, in August 2020, FOMC adopted a new policy framework that includes flexible average inflation targeting and a policy stance based on economic outcomes as opposed to economic forecasts. Skipping a paragraph, he says, an outcomes-based policy stance means we must see inflation before we adjust policy. We will not adjust based on forecasts or of an unacceptably high inflation as we did in the past. Call this the Doubting Thomas approach to monetary policy. We will believe it when we see it. Now, John comments on this and I, I and, and, and says... He says, he said, I fell out of my recliner when I heard that. If the Fed is to be reactive, this means that they will wait till the economy actually experiences inflation before doing anything about it. And then in, in italics, John adds, it also implies they think that their forecasting models are garbage. The most fascinating part about this is the three people I've played here, all of whom are Fed officials, all came out of the research arms of the Fed before they were elevated into the policy-making positions. They were policy advisors. And when they were giving policy advice, what did they use to make the advice? They used models that created forecasts. And they have now all three of them said. Now, so my only add to what John said is that it's not just Chris Waller. It's Richard Clarida, who's a governor, another governor, in fact, vice chair. And it's Jim Bullard, who who is a president and one of who I think is one of the smartest people. Now, full disclosure, because I always want to make sure I say this. 
President Bullard is a member of the Advisory Council for the, for the School of Public Affairs here at St. Cloud State. He's on my Advisory Council. And so I know him. He's a graduate of the university, although he minored in econ. He, he didn't major here. He was, he was an information science uh, student. Uh, but so I want to be clear um, that I tend to be a little bit biased, but I would say my question to him, if, if I had a chance to ask the question, would be, so what do you think happened to the models that you had a hand in building all the way back when you were in the research office at the Fed, at the St. Louis Fed, where one of your co-workers was indeed Governor Waller? What happened to these models? And it's very, very interesting to me of, of how we get to the point of deciding when do we abandon the model and what do we do instead? Because frankly, while they've abandoned the model and expressed that we have more uncertainty about potential future outcomes, I don't believe they've changed in any way how they're approaching their stance on policy in terms of direction we are going and us. When it comes to inflation, their answer is, you'll know it when you see it. Okay? Their, that, that's their answer to the inflation problem. You will know it. We will know it when we see it. Trust us. We got this under control. And yet, as John points out, if they have it under control, don't you think they'd be either say, well, we're pretty sure that our models are working right, but they, but they say, yeah, well, we think our models are right, but they're, but we've been wrong for so long. We're now going to be doubting Thomases. They are doubting Thomases, in Waller's words. They are doubting Thomases of their own models. Isn't that remarkable? What a remarkable thing to say to a group of business economists. On, excuse me, to, at, 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 that one wasn't the Business Economist Conference. That was at the Global Interdependence Center um, meetings in uh, Philly. But um, that's just, I mean, I agree with John. It is jaw-dropping. Absolutely jaw-dropping. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy. 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410. Or go to learnwithota.com. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. I've been thinking lately about the biblical principle of headship. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 3 says, But I want you to understand that the head of every man is Christ, 
the head of a wife is her husband, and the head of Christ is God. One way to think about headship or authority is like an umbrella. If you're under a good authority figure, it's like standing under an umbrella during the rain. It's your job to stand under the umbrella, and it's the umbrella's job to protect you from the rain. Biblical authority is like a good umbrella. It won't leak or move, and it provides shelter. Our job as believers is to submit to biblical authority figures God has placed in our life, as long as it doesn't go against God's Word. Here at the Kingdom Builders, we don't sell umbrellas, but we do install shingle roofs. If you have a roofing need or want to talk about God's Word, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream the Biz 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Your love is lifting me higher than I've ever been lifted before. That's a beautiful voice. Welcome back, King Bang and Share the Biz 1440. Very cool. John uh, Palmer uh, is uh, dropping emails in my box while I'm while I'm on the air, and reminds me that he did play with the Saskatchewan Rough Rider pep band, which must mean that his visiting was probably up there in Saskatoon. Uh, and he he reports sadly no one is allowed to play golf in Ontario. Okay, they're locked down. Bans golf and gyms. Think of that. Okay, every time I think, oh, Minnesota is terrible. I don't know why. Why do I live here? It's awful. It's like, well, you could, you could live in Canada. Um, I, I don't know that I, I don't know that I would prefer it. Canadians are nice people. Canadian government, hmm, not so cool about it. Um, just not so cool about it. Anyway, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with your questions and comments. I do I do forecasts and I I I remind uh, to go I said this last week I'll say it again when I was hired to St. Cloud State all the way back in 1984 there was a course there was a course here that was called business cycles and forecasting the course was built probably in the 1960s because we had a couple faculty who had experience with modeling, uh, one of them at the Board of Governors of the Fed, uh, who uh, was a Georgetown PhD, uh, retired now, lives still here in the in the area, uh, and um, and he was um, a really a, a really uh, interesting guy in terms of being able to teach modeling. When I came of age and when they hired me, they said this is one of the courses we want you to teach, and so. Up to that point, I had worked with fairly large-scale macro models, including the one that the Federal Reserve built with MIT and the University of Pennsylvania. Um, I had I had worked with some other models, and I also had done some early experiments uh, using just uh, pure um, what used to be called box Jenkins modeling. Now, in the general terms of the time series analysis, um, so I have that that background that that that's in this area i still do forecasting obviously as a dean i don't teach anymore that shouldn't be obvious but i don't teach anymore i give i give guest lectures in classes but i don't have my own courses um this would be very interesting to me because when we teach forecasting when we teach excuse me when we teach macro and particularly when we get to the policy sections of teaching macro we teach them uh, we teach them in terms of thinking about if this was your model of the economy, you would generate a set of expectations for certain variables, such as GDP and inflation. And then if you were the policymaker and you had a goal, and the expectation for where 
GDP or unemployment or inflation was was different than what your goal was, that would dictate a set of policies that you would you would look to engage to try to move the expectation to that level. We no longer do that. We no longer we no longer do that. We actually the the Fed is now saying, and I think this is important, right? Uh, they are not going to mo- they're not going to model relative to inflation they're not going to model inflation to guide policy it sounds like they're just modeling it to do their own forecast i think i've got enough time to play this this was jim bullard uh also yesterday talking about well what might get you to change your mind or something like that and he gives this answer this is cut number three brian uh, I'd like to get out of the pandemic more solidly than we are today. Um, so I, I'd like to see these metrics on uh, fatalities per day and confirmed cases go even lower than where they are. I'd like the CDC to come out and and tell us that they're more comfortable than they have been. Um, so we'll see if we can get to that point. Um, but I, I don't think you really want to change policy while you're still in the pandemic tunnel even though you can sort of see the end of the tunnel, uh, we're not there yet, and we, and we got to push hard to get all the way to the end. We have people out there having mass burning parties, Jim. <laughs> Are you going to tell me that if you observe a number of uh, uh, mass burning parties, that would change your forecast for inflation? Um, this morning's this morning's Wall Street Journal. Business business shifts stance on mask rules. Walmart to no longer require coverings as other industries weigh response to guidelines. There's, I, I, I guess my concern, I guess my concern is that when I hear Fed, when I hear Fed officials talking about looking at infection rates to decide what they're going to do about policy, I'm like, well, anyone could do that. You're now just you're you're now sort of admitting that you're flying by the seat of your pants. Now again, I I I know and respect uh, uh, President Bullard, um, but it feels like you know, and they're in this this mode. And and here's the important point: this hasn't changed the certainty with which they make their public proclamations. And I want to talk about that next. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and... uh, There were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots, Arby's Computer Service. 
High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's high school officials.